check, 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 check. Yeah, check. dude. You sound good. All right. <clears throat> barely sound riddled with the vid. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Let me be the first to apologize for ruining your Christmas. This is a drastic. <laughs> this is a drastic improvement from earlier this week. Um, yeah. I would say I'm if I'm if we're on the percentage scale, I'm currently riding at probably about eighty five percent, between eighty and eighty five. So that's fun. That's how you measure. That's how I was measuring it too when I had it. It's like how you feeling? It's like yeah, it, yeah, about seventy today. Yesterday was fifty. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know, this is what happens. This is when people ask why my we don't plum. hang out. It's because we get, yeah. get get each other sick, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We might have started. I was, co- I was COVID free for about the last year and a half. This is round two for me. I don't, I don't remember. Was it a different? Was it your first or second? It was my first. Oh right, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, you're the weirdo that had to wait till the end. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I'm. Uh, I'm glad I didn't want to be the one of us. I didn't. I missed being the one of us who most recently had COVID. Yeah, you so as soon as that. you got it, I'm like, no, no. If there's going to be a COVID guy on this podcast, it's going to be me, damn it. So I wanted to snatch that title right back. You're very competitive. I am. I am. Even when it comes to sicknesses, um, I don't. I want to be the one people feel bad for. So, <laughs> yeah. I. How you doing, Jeff? Jeff, how yep. are you? Yeah, it's now it's like it's oh I heard Jeff recently had COVID. Like the podcast for a couple episodes, it was I heard Matt recently had COVID. Now it's back to yeah. oh my god, Jeff recently missed COVID, and it was during the holidays. Oh my god, we should give him money. True, that's what I assume Check it's mate. how the conversation's gonna go. So I'm looking okay. forward to it. Um, but Check yeah, welcome, mate. Welcome to the COVID edition, uh, COVID holiday edition. COVID of Christmas, strangely Let's familiar. Go. Let's go. Let's go. I've confused my priorities. Isn't it supposed to come to me? Yes, this is how it's meant to be. Every little thing flashing on a screen. Let me, let me feel those cheeks. Remember that? That's a thing. What's that? In our lives. Feel those cheeks. Yeah. Let me. Yeah. You don't. You feel you feel, the, I can't tell. I've never been. Now, I don't think one time in my life I've been able to assess sickness by touching face. <laughs> right. Like, so, it's touching like a skill your own somebody or has someone to like, else's. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. You're sick. You're, you're I mean, sick. even now, if you, if you showed like a 10-year-old child a thermometer, which was a piece of thin glass that they had to put under their tongue for two minutes, they'd be like, what are you doing? This can't Why be possibly so hard. Real. It felt like so hard to like, you know, keep it under your, keep it under your tongue. Like, oh, it's that right. or the rear. Have you ever had a rectal temperature done? I, not that I can recall. In your adult and which life. Is good, which is good. <laughs> and would yeah, you like Because one? like, <laughs> I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie. If someone proposed like, well, listen, the most accurate reading, I'll be like, I guess then we're going for close enough. Like, I'm never going to be like, you know what? I need these digits to be precise because of A, B, and C. So let's go. Made it really awkward in the early days of going back to work when they were using the the little digital 
gun. Yeah. That I drop trow and spread them. That's that's how I take my temperature here. Get it. Yeah, Get a reading. yeah it became a big HR thing for you, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, yeah, Matt, um we we we've we're doing we're doing head thermometer checks at the door. Um and this is the third time this week you've been called yeah. in here. You gotta yeah. stop doing it. You can't argue that you keep forgetting. Say I can only get it halfway in. It's real hard. The yeah. home version's real hard. It's, yeah, it's nice. Did you I try to bounce I try to part? bounce it off of a mirror? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it's a Dude, spy movie. A great yeah. 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 <laughs> So I bend down, I drop trowel, I bend down in front of a mirror and then shoot it between my legs and try to angle yeah. it towards you sit my on body. the mirror. Yeah. What have you been uh so your line of work you can be home anyway. So did you end up working this week at all with the covid? I did. I d- I did and that's the brilliant Damn. part. Um That sucks. Um so it's tough because it's like all right, my option is to take paid time off because we just do large paid time off, but it's holiday pay slash sick pay. It's just, you're not here, paid time yep. off. Um, and you are thrifty with that, if we know anything. I am. And to be honest with you, though, like with my job and well is like coverage, I work in small groups um, with other trainers and stuff. And so like I can kind of avoid spotlight stuff where I need to talk and stuff like that. So I can do behind the camera stuff and I can pace it really to what works for me in the day. So at my worst, if I had, if I was forced to go into an office, I would have absolutely called in, but it's like in this, in this world of working at home, I'm like, no, I can survive feeling like absolute trash and do my job, which is nice because I, it is a particular job where I can get away with feeling like absolute garbage and still being able to perform my work. So, um, dude, nice. Yeah. Um, It's like, you can, um, it almost gives you a green light to be shitty at the job too. be like, sorry, just, you know, COVID just not at my best today, but I'm here right on the internet. Take a quick snapshot of that positive test, like next to my face. And then be like, just send it out to everybody. Email it out to everyone who interacts with me. Be like, forgive me. I tested positive. Um, It's really, it's going to be really hard. Uh, Nope. She just tested positive earlier this morning. Oh, that's right. Um, Right, right, right. Okay. So, So, yeah. 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 So, she's probably on where I was three or four days ago. So, she's probably... I wouldn't be surprised if tomorrow she hits all time low, but maybe, maybe that's today. I don't know. Um, but she, she's reacted when she got COVID previously, she's reacted a lot differently than me. So we don't have the same type of, uh, necessarily the same symptoms, same duration. This is pretty mirror image of what my first bout was. So like down and out, almost like a perfect parabola over the course of like seven to eight days. Um, so I'm nearing the end of mine. The end of mine would be tomorrow or Monday. And that's about feeling on par with what I was last time. So, yeah. Um, we have needed to miss Christmas in Auburn. Um, and now Christmas in South Jersey. So, 
Yeah, we, we would have, have been hanging been in person today. Two t- That's correct. We were supposed to hang in person today. Um, that is now not the case, and we're hanging with absolutely nobody. Um, so we went from two Christmases yeah. to zero Christmases over the course of a week. Um, needless to say, the uh, the mood is somber, frustrated. Um, old man shakes fist at cloud. Yeah, it's uh, it's annoying. It's annoying. And I'll be honest with you. I'm kind of. It's weird because I'm always a person that's like, you know, what? Oh, well, whatever. Um, it is what it is. Like, no big deal, like holiday, no big deal. But I'm kind of bothered by it. Yeah, it's 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 annoying um, because I can't even like it's almost like too is like I can't even like work to get my mind off it. Like, I'll be honest with you, I have no idea what to do with myself for the next three days at all. No weird. idea what to do with myself. What do I do with my hands? I'm just gonna. I mean, good thing there's football on. Two games today, three tomorrow, like every three day. Monday, yeah. I'm probably going to drown my sorrows in football. Um, that's all I can do. That's really the only option. Cause it's not like I can go anywhere. Yeah. It's not like any businesses are open, even if I want to wear a mask. So like, it's just like, all right, world's closing down, Jeff. Enjoy. Yeah. That was, um, do you, well, I remember, especially when I was in Austin and I would have to do like Christmas on video. Like I would have Christmas for that two hours, or whatever on Skype. Right. But then I would just be there. Cause like, usually my friends or roommates would be like traveling somewhere. And then all of a sudden I would just be there. Yeah. It's, it's like, well, here we are now. <laughs> Nothing's open. I, don't, yep. I would like make a day bed for myself in the living room, like turn it into like turn couch cushions into a day bed. So I could just like not either game or watch Christmas story over and over again. And that was just, yeah, that's not, it's, I mean, that's basically, it. are you, are you indulging in, in Christmas movies? We, we, is there, what's your, what's your Mount Rushmore's? Ooh, Mount or have Rushmore you even, did you, Christmas are you, movie. are you engaging with Christmas now that you can't, or are you going to, or you think you're going to stay away from we it? Did, to like we did watch, we did watch two last night. Um, try to get in a positive spirit. So we watched two, uh, one classic, classic, probably, I mean, definitely a Mount Rushmore for me. Um, that is National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Uh, very nice. Um, that agreed. That is a staple for my family. Um, so that's the one that you, we could always put on TV. Everyone would enjoy even as a kid, certainly one of those movies where you watch as a child, questionable parenting, allowing me to watch that movie when I was growing up, but a lot of jokes you don't get because they're subtle. So as a kid, I don't feel like there was anything aggressively bad in the movie. So maybe I take that back. Maybe it is something that's appropriate. Cause if there are adult themed jokes, they kind of fall by the wayside um, for a child. Like it's not vulgar and stuff like that. There's like a few um, cusses, but probably the worst part, like, cause I was thinking about it. Cause I, like, I want to watch this with like my niece and nephew, but probably the worst part is him <laughs> just like sexually harassing the, uh, the lingerie clerk. <laughs> it's like, essentially that. And you know, it was always kind of the, Oh, when he does his tirade, cause there is dickless um, yeah, yeah, and yeah. holy shit is in there. Yeah, yeah. So that's the most aggressive. One F-bomb, I think. Aside... Yeah. No, I don't think. Isn't there? Is there no F-bombs in the movie? I, don't think, so. the movie? Right. I don't think so. There is uh, Mer- There is Merry Christmas, Kiss My Ass, Kiss His Ass, Kiss Your Ass, Happy Hanukkah. <laughs> I, even as a kid, I'm like, my I'm like, that's funny. Um, but yeah, uh, Dead Cats. that was on there. <laughs> um, Dead Cats. Um, you know what? Fun fact for any of those that are really deep into the movie. And, and if it's like, 
I don't know a lot of people that say like, yeah, I saw it once. No, it's, it's either you've really not seen it or you've seen it 30 times. But when Aunt Bethany, Priceless character, shows up and says, is Rusty still in the Navy? <laughs> I always love the line because it just seems like a crazy old lady. But when Clark's stuck in the attic and watching the old reel-to-reel home movies, there's a black and white part where they're around the Christmas tree. And there's a character to believe to be Uncle Lewis and Aunt Bethany, but this is years and years earlier. And there is a guy half on screen off to the side that is where that's like in his twenties wearing a Navy suit. And I never realized it. And I'm like, that's gotta be this rusty person. Now I need to know who that is. So I literally noticed it last night. So after 30 years of watching this movie, it's still giving, I'm still breaking some stuff down. Um, I also try to play I like that. when, when, or when he yeah. does go through that, uh, that ceiling, I like yeah. that he just stays there too and just watches. Cause it is like kind of a touching sweet moment too. Cause it's like, cause yeah. even like, cause I think of my folks would probably be like, ah, it's a little crass, but it's like, there's like, I think my folks would be into the idea of him like watching old movies and getting into Christmas. And I also reminded me that I used to have posters of Jenny McCarthy above my bed <laughs> when I was uh, yes. uh, a middle school kid. And he's, I don't know, I don't know who the mod, it's like generic swimsuit model over the, uh, sure. the bed. I wonder if it is, that, uh, yeah, I wonder if it is a, a, a known person. He falls through. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's, there's so many good lines in it and you appreciate the subtle lines that much more, not even ones that are vulgar, but just like the interactions between him and Eddie, any Dude, line he has regarding Eddie and almost anything Eddie says is pure genius. Like if you dissect what he's talking about, even when they're grocery shopping and it seems like throwaway language, everything Eddie is talking about is completely insane. And it's so great. Like giving they keep money stacking to the per- dog food onto the, <laughs> the yeah. car. But well, and that's what you're focusing on. But the audio uh, is like, Eddie's like, yeah, we gave all of our money, our last money to that preacher on TV. And then Clark goes, well, what about the kids? And he's like, well, I don't know. They can fend for themselves. And he goes, no, Eddie, your kids. Like Eddie thinks he's asking about yeah. the preacher's kids. Like it's, it's so great. Um, and it's when you learn that how, he's in the, how's the live bait business? Like that's when you learn right. that's his industry. <laughs> it's like, what is that? Right. What is that? <laughs> the live bait. Dude, him wearing the dicky is the, the white sweater with the green dicky yeah. underneath or just it. At the, at the first scene when, when, the, when the dog's snot and he's like, you know, Clark, you ain't see this set on him until you've seen a dog like him. I'm like, why are you looking at dog's balls, Eddie? And why are you like <laughs> bragging about the size of your dog's testicles to someone else? Like it makes no, no sense at all. Uh, uh, it isn't. I would be on Mount Rushmore too. Eternally rewatchable. The other we watched is a one that I'm putting my full support behind for a lot of people that I may not know it exists or certainly haven't given it a try. Now, we all know the classic Christmas story. Everyone mm-hmm. knows it. TBS notoriously or positively, whatever you want to say, always ran it 24 hours of Christmas story. They probably will this year. So, probably. I'm in. Um, I'm in. So, now, you may or may not know, there was also a summer story that was a crappy sequel to that made in the 90s. Very loose fitting, not a lot of people liked. Fine. Then about 10, I think 2012, there was a 
another Christmas story or a Chris. No, I think it's called a Christmas story part two. Um, Daniel Stern is in that. And I think it's supposed to be a, a sequel to the original, just totally recast. However, I believe last year was its debut year. There is a Christmas story, Christmas story or something no, like that. Like it's a Christmas story, Christmas. Okay. This is, is this the one Netflix? you need to see. No, it is currently on uh, HBO Max, but I'm sure you could probably right. rent it on Amazon or whatever. However, this is actually Peter Billingsley, the guy who originally played Ralphie, is in this. And he plays Ralphie as an adult with his own kids. And they go back to Homan, Indiana to spend Christmas. But the unfortunate aspect is, is the dad, the old man, who's just referred to as the old man, passes ah, away right ah. before Christmas. Yeah. So it's about going back for Christmas. His dad had recently passed, but it's Ralphie, his wife and kids. And uh, Flick owns a bar. So this takes place in 1973. So it's them all grown up, but it takes place in 73. Right. Yeah. Flick owns a bar played by the same Flick. Schwartz is in there played by the same kid. So like, uh, Randy, his brother, is in it, played by the same actor. So it's really, really supposed to be the like the real sequel to it, and it's fantastically done. It is enough callback stuff and homage things to diehard fans that will always get it. They go, of course, go to the mall with the Santa and the slide. They they say things. They go Christmas tree shopping. So it's all callback stuff and enough original things that it's really well done. Ralphie is still narrating it and it, it is chef's kiss. I watched it for the first time last year and I'm like, this is a really, really good movie. And so we watched it last night and that's probably going to be a new staple for me. Happy to say. So can't put it on Mount Rushmore per se. I think because it's a sequel and it, and it's still new, but it is a fantastic movie that I highly recommend. For anyone who's sick and tired and overwatched with the Christmas story, this is a new way to make that balance because I'm I'm burnt out on a Christmas story. So this swooped in and let me really reappreciate that whole story. Yeah, I think I actually started it last year and I just fell asleep. Not because it was bad and then I forgot to watch it, but I think I sort of remember the beginning beats. Um, but yeah, it is like it's obviously them. I think I got to where he made it home to the bar. But yeah, I got I, I to gotta rewatch that. I got to check it out. Um, you do. I, I watch, you know, my dad, it's hilarious. My dad is like the biggest fan of a Christmas Carol, like all the different versions of it. He reads like the book every okay. year, watches like 10 different versions. And it's so like, it seems so out of character for him in a way, but you know, he's really, you know, I think he's into the, uh, the Christiness of Christmas, <laughs> you know, the, uh, the, the, the values of it. <laughs> yeah, you know, I think that's part of it. I don't think it's out people. of character at all for your it's dad. Weird. This is not in any yeah. way surprising for me. <laughs> but so we, we like the other day, I actually went over there, and I actually really, I don't think I've ever seen. You know, for me, Christmas Carol is like Scrooge McDuck, Muppets Christmas Carol, <laughs> obviously like those 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 mm -hmm. classics. Mm -hmm. But I watched with him. It's like hour forty minutes. The George C. Scott nineteen seventy nine Christmas Carol, wow. and so it's got. You know, it's it's very, I think, lined up with the book and it's got all the British speak and actors and, you know, it's a period piece. So at face value, I think when I was little, if I watched, it, I probably thought it was boring. 
but it was pretty good. I gotta say, I was I was yeah? moderately moved by the story. It is a good story, even outside of like, you know, the religious aspects of it, because it kind of it almost reminds me of me in a way, in terms of like not wanting to be a total Scrooge about not necessarily Christmas, but about life stuff and how like unhappy it can make you to bury yourself in whether it's well for him money stuff or you know just working too much but like really like actively trying to <laughs> ruin something for somebody else like his nephew sure. or that christmas you know it's like yeah so i never i don't think i've ever seen that like an extended version of the christmas story or an old version of it but it's pretty good and at the end i was like this dude seems way way happier now that he's like embracing something that he didn't before, but he's doing it for the people around him, you know? And I was like, there's something, there's something to be said about that. <laughs> you know? Also not wanting to die alone and uh, sad and have people take all your possessions. <laughs> Maybe you can clear this up. What actually happened to Jacob Marley? How did he die? Yeah. Cause I'm know. not sure I ever got that say? across to me. Like all I know, I don't know how he died. Exactly. I think he got sick. Um, like he, he was working sick all the way till he was dead, basically. Um, that, but it's because that, that was idea? the idea. That's why he came came back because he was so tied to his whatever earthly possessions or the work. That's why he had to bear all the chains. So like, he was the one basically saying, "Like Scrooge, you got to change." Yeah, he he Learn initiated it. Yeah. Okay. Which is yeah, cool. So, what? you know, if you go before me or vice versa, yeah. let's make a pact today that we visit each other and just give give the skinny on what we need to do. You know, to be happy, because I guess you only learn it if you die. Okay. <laughs> so, once one of all us right. goes, yeah, no, that's uh... promise. We promise each other to visit each other. All right. Can't, I'm gonna have fun with it. So like, it's gonna be. I'm gonna like. It's not gonna be a quick turnaround. Just just a heads up. So like, what I mean is that like, I'm not gonna show up and be like, hey dude, um, hey, we're just uh letting you know what's going on. I'm probably going to do some like generic haunting stuff with on you first, get you kind of riled up, confused, <laughs> scared. Like it's going to, it's going to be a long con, maybe a week, maybe a little bit longer, but I'm going to do some weird stuff, knock shit over on the shelves and everything for you first, get you really vulnerable. Then I'll eventually come and do it. Yeah. What in the hell is going on here? Can you give me, yeah. uh, I would be, you know what? I would just attribute it right away. I would be like, that's good. That's Jeff being Jeff. Oh my God, okay. you guys. And then when I have kids that I finally have and a family, I'll be like, mm. Jeff's with us right now. Just really terrify the children. <laughs> like, yeah. Uncle Jeff is here. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I brought this on to ours. Uh, this is on me. I'll be honest with you. I asked for this. Yeah. yeah. Oh, um, my bad. But it's good. I, I don't think I ever would have watched it outside of like my dad. Um, being into it. Uh, what is something about Christmas that you are a Scrooge about? Oh. Um. Yeah, it's the 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 expanding. Uh, no, I don't know the expanding like bubble of how long it's okay to celebrate it prior to Christmas. Um, anything you feel before, like there was burnout this year. Anything before Thanksgiving, you gotta stop. You can't keep doing it. You gotta this year start. Was re after really heavy, like I after like Halloween, right? Wasn't it this year? Like real I heavy. Like, like I almost feel like people were burned out by like world. December fifteenth. Yeah, and that's the problem. 
In the commercial world, don't do it. Listen, if you want to put up lights on your house, your home, and you want to decorate the inside, that's fine. But I don't want to walk into Target on November 3rd and hear like Mariah Carey. I I don't. Don't do it. I don't want it. You got to give me some space and respect Thanksgiving because Thanksgiving is delightful too. Yeah, I agree. Um, I don't know why it was so, it felt so heavy this year from everybody. And everybody was really excited about it too, it felt early. And then all of a sudden it was like December 5th and everybody's like, wait, it's not, Christmas hasn't come yet. I think we, I think we blew our load too early. And now we just got to like sit there Mm -hmm. with Christmas in our belly button, you know, just waiting. (laughs) (laughs) I got all this Christmas cheer (laughs) pulled up in my belly button. Yeah. I don't have a Yule towel to to clean it up. <laughs> yeah. I uh I kind of feel <laughs> grinchy this week or scroogey wow. about Christmas cookies. And I'll tell you why. Because everybody at work's doing like cooking exchanges and I didn't participate. And I, I try to not be I like I wasn't trying to be a scrooge about it, but I was like, well, I don't want to cook cookies because I'm not good at it. And also there's like gonna be a million cookies around here. And I think with Christmas cookies, 10% of them are good. And it's because why do we keep making Christmas cookies? And it's not because they're cooked, baked improperly. They're just a bad recipe. They're just old. And people keep making them because they're old. Like how many Christmas cookies are just dry, powdery things? And that's the way they're meant to be. And people keep making them. And they're always the last ones in the tins or the bins. And nobody wants to eat it or it has a fig in it or an almond or something. Not even like a pecan. And I'm just like, it's like baseball in a way, like Christmas cookies. Or People just keep doing it because it's tradition and it's got to change. You got to change, evolve if you want to go forward. Because now people, the good ones, people are making these like Oreo balls or like, you know, there's like the cool Italian like cake ones that are delicious. Like make cookies that we know everybody's going to like. Like just just do that. Stick. We can, we can move away from the old cookies. The, you know? the new age, the new age stuff. Like you said, if it comes in like a ball form, like chocolate covered peanut butter balls or those Oreo balls. Yes. I'm a hundred percent in on the new wave cookies, but you're right. Those ones that are like little chocolate round cookies with like the powdery sugar and they look like cracked cement, like those things trash. Yeah. The, the, yeah, the other mounded yellowy ones with like really hard frosting on them and sprinkles trash, get them out. Like, yes, you're you're right. And they like only come stuck in, in your massive mouth. platters, but no one eats them. <laughs> There's never a run on these cookies. You're 100% right, dude. But like, if someone was like, what did you make for the cookie exchange? I made these, blah, blah, blah. N- nope. What did you make? I made chocolate chip. All right, I'll change with you. Like, give me just good cookies, like Christmas cookies. The only, yeah, you're, no, dude, we are in 100% agreement. There's so, majority of Christmas cookies are absolute fucking garbage. Like, <laughs> Why do we stop. keep making them? We got to stop wasting hours in the kitchen to make these horrible, horrible things. They Just are. make the ones they that are, are like peanut butter with the Hershey kiss on it. Everybody likes those. Yeah. Yeah. You knock know, it off. Do... Stop. Stop getting Just chocolatey sweet problem. stuff. Yeah. yeah. Chocolates, chocolates and peanut butters. If everything, if you made me 10 different chocolate and peanut butter based things, listen, the people at Reese's have the idea. Reese's markets chocolate and peanut butter like in 78 different ways i saw a new one literally yesterday that i'd never seen before reese is like hey we got the big cup but this is a big cup with caramel in it 
And you're like, what? Revolutionary. And they're like, no, these are small cups. No, these are big cups with Reese's Pieces in them. And you're just like, wow, none of this matters. But I applaud the Reese's people. Like they they know what their bread and butter is. And that bread and butter is chocolate and yeah. peanut butter. Maybe add one other thing, but that's it. Wafers, yeah. sure. Like whatever. Just Taco Bell everything. Just change it a little bit, put it in a different yeah, change form. Change the structure. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't, yeah, you whatever. don't need to reinvent the wheel. Just modify it. Yeah. Um, how about, uh, I guess one movie I haven't watched yet either this year, that all-timer, easy, Home Alone. Love it. I'll watch we it. Did get it's it soundtrack in. alone. It's very, you know, emotional in a way. Like, just the the idea of, especially as a young boy, I think it's very attached to me too because I know my mom said we could go watch it if I cleaned my room, which was always, I was a, a heavy slob, you know, yeah, you in, were. My, in old days, um, especially at Nelson Street, just like Legos, toy, just like my closet exploding under the bed, just stuff everywhere. Um, a real, a real pig. And uh, I had to clean my room so we could go watch it. Uh, but something about the idea of like not wanting to be or wanting to be alone <laughs> and probably realizing you can't be alone. You know, it's very hard because men will come and get you. And they will try to hurt you. <laughs> yeah, and no one in the town yeah. will give a flying yeah. fuck that there's not an adult no. near you. Yeah. No one cares. Um, Everyone acts like they care about Kevin. But even the cops, she calls the police and they're like, your kid's home alone and he's seven. Whatever, lady. No one cares. Yeah, let me go knock on the... Yeah, nobody here. Yeah, sorry. We checked. Yeah, we yeah, knocked we, on the door. <laughs> what more do you yeah, want? We with, yeah, what else? Jeez. Um, God, what a movie that just couldn't happen with cell phones now, you know? Yeah. Home Alone is a two-minute movie now, which would be really yeah. sad. Um, I got uh, – so we do The Secret Santa now, but I did get my nephew a present because, I, you know, he all he wanted – just he's so precious. I just love it. All he wants for Christmas, he still makes a list. He just wants a big Raphael Ninja Turtle action figure. And I'm like, ooh, you're such a Gentile creature. I love you. It's just like all kids his age are like, I want my iPhone now. <laughs> you know, once you get yeah. to like nine, ten years old, people are like, I want my iPhone and my iPad. And he's like, nope, I want I don't give a fuck Ninja Turtles. Want. And I'm like, God damn, that is awesome. I love that. That's good. Uh, yeah. So I got him, even though he won't like it, but I was just like. Like I got him like a little I got to wrap this up, but just a little Ninja Turtle skateboard setup from the new movie. Nice. Mutant Mayhem. Hashtag ad. Um but, you know, you set up a little diary. You got a little, I guess that's like the new, I didn't see the new movie, but I guess that's must be the okay. new uh, Bebop Rocksteady kind of look. But do you just remember like opening it up, just getting toys? <laughs> like, it'd be a little, like, like, I remember getting wrestling figures in a wrestling ring for one Christmas. And I got like the ring and then I got whatever, like Macho Man Hogan, Mr. Perfect. And I was just was like, this is it. I, this is what I'm going to do for the rest of the night. I love it. Yeah, like, what was cool about it, too, was that there was the old school, like, writing out lists. But in reality, what the easy thing to do was is that stores had their big books. And you could just go mm. to the toy section and just, my parents were like, take a pen and just circle, circle things some that shit. you might like. So, like, JCPenney, Sears, brand names. It was take those three catalogs. And find stuff. 
And in all reality, I'm kind of thankful that I wasn't a, a turd about it because like if I got a few of those things, I was pumped. Like I never felt like I was getting cheated and we never had extravagant Christmases at all. Um, but yeah, like you said, just general toys, dude. Like I remember me and my brothers were pumped cause we got hot shots basketball, the little flick thing. It was like battery powered. Yeah. Well, that is and a great the hoop game. Went back and forward. Yeah. Like that was awesome. I'm trying to think of other. I remember didn't ask for it one year. Got crossfire. Remember crossfire? Oh, absolutely. You'll the get caught up in itself that. was golden. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, and you didn't just ask for, for it, the, just got it one year. Yeah. You shoot for the triangle because the star is just too hard to move. It's <laughs> yeah. just too just keep hard spinning. to move. Yeah. So, um, yeah, like shopping, I feel like that was easy for parents. The the org- the concept of just shopping out of a big book. And you see like Amazon sends those books out because they're tr- – I think they try to replicate it because really? our generation no, has I didn't kids. See that. And they're like, yeah, Amazon will send you like – you can get an Amazon book of toys and stuff to try to replicate the concept. But yeah, I mean, yeah, getting, getting something internet based is like, no, you don't need that crap. Like, um, my nieces, yeah, they're, they're tough to buy for. Well, one is one. I, I, for the last like three, four years, I've asked my brother, like, what does she want? And he's like, she doesn't want anything. Like she's actually a really simple kid. She wants like, like last year, the only thing she ever asked for was, um, Oh God, I'm going to squishmallow. She wanted like a squishmallow. I I know what that is. I think. Yeah. It's like a pillow toy, a pillow that's made in the shape of like an animal and stuff. Yeah. So the problem is, is when you tell everyone that that's all really she wants, she ended up getting like a dozen of them. Yeah. And she was thrilled, wow. but it's like, she's just such a simple kid. She's like, I don't really want anything. So like, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of awesome. Like good for her to not want because not wanting, it means that you're going to be content with just whatever's around you, which is always a good thing. So yeah, it's awesome that, uh, you know, that your nephew's the, the same way of just like, mm-hmm. just, I want, I want this cool toy because, and it's cool. This toy to me is cool. Yeah. Like, um, Ninja Turtle or action figure type stuff is just cool. Yeah. Not not to like collect it or stand it up or whatever. Nope. He just wants to hold nope. it. Yep. <laughs> just like have it with him. Carry Shake it around it, like his buddy. Move it around. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, my, uh, I love it too. My barber, I was talking to her. She's got like a three-year-old. So she like gets the idea of Christmas now, I guess. Like Santa, like she loves the Grinch. But I was like, does she like even make a list? Or she's like, yeah, she, actually she did. Um. I was like, what does like a three-year-old want? I don't know. She's like, she wants Play-Doh and a pink wand. And I was like, that's delightful. <laughs> just, that's so right? wonderful. Yeah, I just love that. I was like, wow, you got like a few more years, you know, enjoy yeah, it before you yeah, again. Eat. She's like, wants to gift cards and iPhones or whatever. It's like, that's so awesome. <laughs> like, just some, She just wants to unwrap something that's, yeah. you know, filled with color. And like, you know, like, that's got to be like the, the best part. If you have a, a kid Christmas, those early days. Uh, but my niece, like, I'll get her a gift card to like H and M probably today. But she's also like an age where she wants gift cards, so I, I don't feel shitty about doing it. Correct. Um, yeah, because they want and the my, experience of shopping for themselves yeah. and stuff. Like that's part of the yeah. gift. Yes, if I can enable that and you like it, that's fine with yeah. me. Yeah, I like that. Um, my so we do Secret Santa now, and uh, I got my twin sister Sarah. And 
you know, notoriously, I don't know if you're aware of this, Jeff, but mm. in the past, I don't think she would uh, be a stranger to this idea. She's been known as the Grinch of our family in terms of like how she's handled Christmas, dating back to a year, I think, when she got Yahtzee and didn't ask for it and just got really mad. Like she was like, uh, <laughs> like, like her thing, I think, was always like, get her what's on her list. And that's do it. You get her more things from, that she didn't ask for. from the list. She, yes. She will get it. Even if you got her all the things on the list, but got her something extra, she's going to get mad at that and, and try to ruin <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> and she's carried wow. that mildly into her adult. So this year she, uh, um, like she, we did Secret Santa and she, like, I, gra- I got her name. And we, you know, you can put a few things on there that you might like. Like for me, again, like I don't need any, like, I, it's hard for me to pick something. So I, I make it very general. Like the, but here's the things I like. I like the Bruins hockey. I like fishing. I like video gaming, Mario, what anything like I'm just whatever in any of those circles. I don't care. Like you're, give me a gift card to Bass Pro or Dicks um, or a gift card to Dicks. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm happy with that kind of stuff. Um, Sporting goods. So on her thing. Yes. <laughs> she put Monte Carlo merchandise. And dress shirt size neck 16 and a half, 33, 34. I was like, what the fuck? Does she mean like the casino Monte Carlo? Like, what? I don't even understand what this means. And then I asked, I was like, mom, I gotta tell you what, I don't <laughs> I understand what this means. It's like, she wants dress shirts? Like, do women's shirts come like this? I don't understand. Aren't, do they have like neck sizes? Why does she want dress shirts anyway? I don't even know. Doesn't she work from home a lot? I, I, this is really weird. Turns out my dad got Dan's, your cousin's list. She just wrote exactly what he wrote onto her list of stuff. And I was like, you're doing it again. <laughs> it's like, do you want these things? Are you trying to, like, I can't tell if she's trying to like just get extra stuff for Dan, her husband, like being nice, or if she's just trying to ruin Christmas. And I'm going to, I'm going to lean on both. So um, since this, this comes out after Christmas, anyway, so she's going to know. <laughs> So I was like, do I get these things that are on the list? Cause like Monte Carlo, because he has a Chevy Monte Carlo. That's what the Monte Carlo is. Now, I, okay, ah. it makes sense. He wants like, I was like, okay, now, so she just copied. So I am going to, I did get her a, uh, a Monte Carlo merchandise. Um, it's a Hot Wheels <laughs> Monte Carlo. So she's going to get awesome. what she put on the list. <laughs> and I got her this fantastic from dress from shirt. Dick? From Dan Flashes. <laughs> Basically. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, if you're listening, it's uh it's a hideous red and polka dotted and it changes a little bit of pattern. Pattern into pattern, red into blue. So um, folks, I'll try to I'll try to paint you a visual picture. It it looks like satiny. Almost. Um, it is oh, yeah. a very like yeah, elegant, like a flowing satin <laughs> button up shirt um, with a navy blue towards the collar up at the top. It's navy blue with small orange poke, orange or red polka dots. But then yeah, like little... as it goes down to the waist, the polka dots turn into squares and eventually bunch into a zigzag pattern at the bottom. <laughs> so like it is a changing pattern and it's dark but it's like a navy blue to like a a fire orange so it's fantastic for so many occasions um it looks really good hey hey shirt brother absolutely you need a shirt brother 
That's the Dan the pattern's so complicated. It's so complicated. It probably costs hundreds, <laughs> if not thousands of dollars. But she's going to open that. And I'll be like, that's what you put on the list. But she's going to be like, Dan can't even wear this. And I'll be like, nobody can wear that. <laughs> nobody will ever right. wear that shirt. Um, right. So, uh, but I also got her a real gift, which um, I don't, do you, uh, are you a fan or sent received cameos? You, I have you know, ne- I have never yeah. gotten one or sent one. However, I think they are awesome because the least expense like I was so close to sending one to my brother once. There was a um multiple time probably I think he's the winningest uh metrics strongman Zajunas uh Sounds like the type of person that would be on there, yeah. Right. He was on there for like $50 and I was Dude. so close to just buying one for Bri. Cause I'm like, he'll appreciate it. And that's, a, that's a reasonable buy, but I never yeah. did. And, but I I'm very much interested and I think they're fantastic. You just need to not get the big time celebrities. You need, it's gotta be a niche thing for that person. So I've done it a couple times. Like the first time I ever did it okay. was for, Brett and Sarah, my friends, their wedding. I got one. Actually, all the ones I've ever gotten are from MTV The Challenge <laughs> contestants. You're talking about retired athletes, uh, B to C list celebrities, reality stars, musicians who aren't at their peak right now. If there's anybody who ever is at the peak of their powers, if they're on Cameo, it's like for 10 grand and they're doing like a yeah, charity. It makes thing. No it's sense. not even for them. Yeah, it's like. Um, so, uh, so the first one I ever got was TJ Lavin, the host of The Challenge. Nice. I got it for the wedding and it's a great video. Um, dude, maybe I should splice it in, but he basically is like, Hey Brett, like I said, he's, it came like five hours later. So I was like, ah, how good could this be? He does it in his car with a dog in the back. He like misspeaks a few times, but they loved it. It was so good. Like it's so genuine and like real that it was awesome. <laughs> like I just love it. It's like, yeah, if you get ever in Vegas, like come catch a coffee. Or like I said, like I said, and he's like, he said something that he didn't say. So <laughs> Dude, this guy has had severe head trauma in his life. <laughs> could tell. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but they lo- I was like, this is so fun. I love it. And so then for my sister, Sarah's like birthday one year, I think I got her one of Wes, a contestant from the challenge. Yeah. This year, I actually, I spent a lot of money on. So I think we have a 50 out. This one I spent a lot on because I tried to rush it too, but I got uh, CT. Maybe the Whoa, uh, you most got Chris? infamous, one of the most infamous. Uh, yeah. So I'm expecting delivery say, of it any time now. I would say the most, probably yeah, the most. Yeah, him, maybe Johnny Bananas, like people know him. Oh, true, like, true, but true. Those two are probably, you know, the Mount Rushmore of the challenge. Um, but yeah, wow. I'm excited. So I, was like, I wanted to get her something because I, I think, because I don't know what to get her. I don't want to ruin, I don't want her to think, I, you know, she's going to love the shirt, obviously, but. Um, does this come in MP4 like, format? How do these come? JPEGs? Like what? I don't. I don't know. Maybe uh, I'll maybe I'll post the CT one. But yeah, it comes in like a video format that you can just share and send. So they just record it on their phone, okay. obviously. Yeah. Um, but it's cool. It's f- honestly fun just to go to the Cameo website and just like look because you can samples. like look for who's on there. It's fun to see like how much somebody is. Uh, oh actually, yeah. You know what? Let's just do that. Let's do. Let's do. Let me do. Let me quiz. Let me oh, pull this man. up as I'm talking. Um. Let me try to go okay. into uh, some, maybe some rock music. Um, but yeah, I, you know, I was like, but you have basically 400 characters. So you got to like 
you can tell them what you want them to say. Um, but 400 characters goes, so you're like, so some people do it for like a minute. Some people do like a few minutes on it, but you can go through and see what kind of, so CT seems to like do some, you know, uh, pretty long videos, but I was just like, yeah, just, oh, you know, tell my sister, she's like a badass mom and, uh, just killing it at the gym, all this stuff, you know, see, like, whatever, my, my, whatever your way of like being that way. If I was a celebrity, that's the problem with me. If I was a celebrity, I'd be so thrilled that someone wanted one from me is I would like message them back and I'd be like, I want more information about this person. I'd be like, yeah. let's, let's really deep dive into something. That does seem like the hardest part. Yeah. Getting some info. Yeah. Yeah. And I'd be like, can I also make stuff up? Can I make up fake, like fake memories and stuff like that? Like I'd probably spend way too much time that I'd end up being actually paid less than minimum wage doing it because of how much time I spent on it. Here's some, okay. So here, uh, take a guess at some of these, okay. um, Mark McGrath of Sugar Ray. How much do you think a cameo for him? Ooh. And he gets five. You can review these too. He's now, a five star now, over 1900. Now I'm going to tell you something. Whatever you think of Sugar Ray, Mark McGrath, I think is a great celebrity. I do. I actually like him. I used to think he was very cheesy in my twenties yeah. and stuff. Cause I'm like, all right, man, sugar, sugar Ray. And it's all you're yeah. past your prime. And Every stuff. Morning. But anytime I've heard him on like interview shows and stuff, he actually seems like he's a fantastic person. So I'm going to say Mark McGrath. Plus you love his, his jeopardy creds. Oh, absolutely. He's a hardcore Jeopardy guy. He's a beast um, of celebrity Jeopardy. Yeah. He's a monster. Um, he was also on Rock and Roll Jeopardy. Fun fact. Um, oh, yeah, that one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, da, 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 da. I'm going to say Mark McGrath pulls. Can you tell me what's what's to the nearest what? Like, is it to the nearest 50, to the nearest 25? Oh, you know what? Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Never mind. That's what I'm saying. That's what's so fun. I'll, I'll, is I'll that pick my, own. I'll yeah, pick my own number. I'm going to yeah, yeah. say... $200. See, what a deal. 90 bucks. Not bad. Not bad for yeah. Mark McGrath. But then see, so look at Dave Mustaine, Megadeth. Ooh. See, now he seems like he would be so fucking bothered by this that he would up. I know. Like he wouldn't so want to do gonna it. I'm going to say Dave Mustaine, $500. He does 299. Yeah. 300 bucks. Yeah. 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 See, like you can tell there's like some people that like clearly don't want to do it unless they're like getting bank from it. <laughs> like a lot of money. Um, what about Sebastian Bach? Eighties hair metal. Oh Lord. Legend. Used to like Sebastian Bach, but he th I think he's kind of turned into a D bag too lately. I'm going to say Sebastian Bach. 250. $399. Come on, bro. Ew, you know, you know, 400 bucks you know for like, Sebastian Bach. Like made, I know. Well, some people have like made, because it's like a digital way of doing like a convention now. So like a lot of these people yeah. like didn't, I think the guy who's like most noted for like making millions of dollars on this is Kevin from The Office. Really? Like Brian he's Bumgarner? made like, yeah, yeah. He's like, he became like really famous for doing these because I think he just does like a really good job and he just pumps them out. So I don't even know how much this is. And I, let me. Actually, that's both guests because I don't know. I just know that he's like notoriously like a prolific creator and he's made a bunch of money. But I don't know if it's because it's expensive or because he just like I keeps doing it really well. he also has like a really well. big podcast too. I think he's oh, got he a does? Pretty, pretty popular I'm gonna podcast guess, too. I'm going to look for his right now, but I'm going to guess his is like, I don't know how much it would be now. He I'm going to say very, $250. I'm going to say 175 
one ninety five. So yeah, All in that right. wheelhouse there. So dude, he's got over five thousand reviews. He's got a very positive celebrity image, I, I think. Um, yeah, he's people seem to like him. I think he's had good interactions with fans. Very pleasant. So good to see. I wonder if I can sort by uh, what's the highest price here. Oh my god! I'm sure it's someone I no. You know what it is? It's 2023. I'm sure it's someone that I have no idea who they are, but they're famous, and I just don't know who they are because I'm old. Can I can I fact can I do it in order of? Uh, Probably not because they're like, why do you want to know this? The highest, maybe not. What's that? I said probably not because the website. Let's see if there's like, somebody no, over. Let's see if there's somebody over a thousand dollars. I think I can filter that way. Who would charge over a thousand dollars? I mean, I could see like if Derek Jeter was on here or something. I don't know. Steve Carell is he on there? Oh, value must be less than or equal to twenty five hundred dollars. Okay, so twenty five hundred is the highest, I guess. Maybe. Okay, so big money guys. Here we go. We're talking Kevin from uh, Shark Tank. Kevin O'Leary. $1,500. Fifteen hundred dollars. Andrew the Dice billion, Clay. $1, the billionaire charges twenty five hundred dollars. Yeah, uh, dude, so I don't even know who some of these people are. Reese James, Jack Francis. I mean, probably YouTube stars that I don't really know. See, that's what Twitch I'm saying. Like, I don't even know who yeah. these people are. Dude, I'm embarrassed. I don't know who these people. Like, I. I it's pathetic. I don't even know. Who, it's it's Why a lot of like creators, probably. This? Yeah. Why is anyone paying Renee, $2,500 Monaco, to get a creator. video from someone? I would think there'd be like at least some athletes. Oh, my mic's falling. Yeah, I can't believe how much some of these are, and I have no idea who these people are. I mean, B. Howard, Boozy Badass, Gurdeep Ponder. <laughs> are these words? <laughs> Those Let are real names? people. I, th- I thought you I were like I don't see anybody that I recognize here. Yeah. All right. Well. Anyways, uh, I'm pretty excited, so I hope she digs the CT. I know I'm going to be into it. Also, you can just get one for yourself. If you need, like, if you want somebody to pump you up, if you wanted to be like, hey, just been having a rough go of it lately, uh, just need my spirits raised, can you just kind of pump me up a little bit? Like, people can do that. <laughs> or we could get one for the podcast. We could Ooh, get don't one. they charge oh. more, though, if you like? They do, if it's a business. But yeah. hey, maybe we can scrape the bottom of the barrel for somebody that would do. Wow. <laughs> Let's see who's the cheapest. All right, I'm gonna filter from one dollar to ten dollars. Ten dollars, okay. about ten to fifty dollars. No, that's too much. Ten to twenty dollars. <laughs> no, 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 that's too. There's much. nine thousand results, dude. Tito okay. Santana, former professional wrestler, fifteen dollars. Yeah. Oh my god. Dude. Actually, we should see if there's other professional wrestlers that could do it. There's got to be a ton of. Yeah. Dude, Aaron Rodgers look alike, fifteen dollars. <laughs> Wait, celebrity Dude. lookalikes are on there? That's a thing. What an industry! Dude, there's got to be so many WWE. Because uh, oh, yeah, when you factor in like a lot of their ways of like making money was going to these cons, conventions, or whatever. Yeah. And uh, you know, I'm uh, just getting money for that. Um. Well, anyways, well, dude, Ric Flair. All right, one more, one more guess, Ric Flair. Ooh. I'm going to say $500. I think Rick's it would be worth money. it too. That, that makes sense. 
I think Rick's pulling it. Five hundred dollars on the dot. We got a winner. There, winner, you winner. Go. Chicken dinner. Yeah, yeah because nice. you want to what? Rick Flair in twenty twenty three. Rick Flair's like re-peaking. Every like he's memes. It like it might not be for yeah. the greatest reasons, but it's like memes, he's, gifs. He almost <laughs> died five years ago. Like Rick Flair. He's hard is to watch peaking. sometimes. Oh, it's sad. If you're a like wrestling it, fan, it's yeah. it's downright sad. It's like all the damage he did to the inside of his body is manifested on the outside of his body now. It's like That's correct. you can't tell. He, I don't even know if he has skin, honestly. It might just be you can just see through his body. It's, it's just, just like lapped out. Blood yeah. and warts and all. Uh, I watched him. So there's a uh, he was a guest on there's like a YouTube show, Kill Tony, where it's like they, they film it in Austin, but they basically bring on comedians to do a one minute set list. They just draw it from a bucket. Could be like a real comedian who's polished or could be just an open micer who's real bad. Either way, it's funny. But they bring other comedians on. But he was on it one day as a guest. He didn't even know where he was. Like like during the middle of the show, because they, they would like rag on people who were bad. And he's like, I don't know what's going on here. I, you know, People would be talking to him. He's like, I, I just... I don't think I want to be here anymore around this. <laughs> Whatever's going on. He's just like, then he just sat there still and made it really awkward. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, I mean, uh, super, super awkward. He's, he's, he probably whores himself out uh, to a different thing. I mean, at any money that's going to come his way, he's probably like, all right, let's cash him checks. Yeah. Like just do, do a lot of, a lot of, a lot of yeah. silent profiling, a lot of woos. Woo. All the woos. Woo. Woo. It's the whole, yeah. it's the whole life of Ric Flair now. He's just woo his way <laughs> to the grave. I know. So you can't need money anymore. That's what I mean. I don't know. I don't know. I but guess he does. Got to stay busy. Scroll Do what him? you love. Yep. And it's you got fine. to see him. You got to see him in person. I did. I did. Now I can't decide if I want to like stay on the top of the letters or the. I mean, it doesn't matter. I guess, but. We mean. I think last week I had a B, so I'll go. I'll try to go lower. B, B, B. Uh, well, that's my sister, so I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Just talked about her. Oh, no way. Well, I'm not going to do... Well, I talk about Brett enough. I just look at Brett winning. <laughs> well, I can tell... Did I ever tell you how I met Brett? I don't believe so. All right, we'll just do that then. So my my buddy, my Austin buddy, um, yeah, it was like, I think it was when um, met him at a restaurant, a sports bar called Quattro's. It was right on like next to the UT campus. Okay. Um, and uh, I would go there, especially after um, my girlfriend and I broke up. That's like, I would go there because I didn't have anything to do. I just didn't have any friends. So I would go, you know, they'd have like this huge TV. That's what drew, drew me. I like had a TV on a patio that was like, whatever, you know, like quad box on red zone. It was like sure. that, except it was like, six, I don't know if it was eight TVs or six. It was gigantic. So whatever the big game, obviously UT games would be huge. People go there. I think like one world cup was there in like, Oh, I don't remember what world cup it was, but it was huge. Uh, just like, so cool people like, I don't know why I just vibed like it was like the perfect age too when you're like in your early to mid twenties where you're okay just like meeting strangers and going to the bar and just um, doing fireball shots with randos and uh, that kind of sure. thing. Um, but yeah, eventually like I think Brett was a server there, and then he started doing some bar, and then he was like a manager there. But yeah, over time like for some reason we were just similar vibes, 
and uh, we would go into his, like when he was on shift, we'd go into his Jeep and take like uh, hits from a, a one just <laughs> just oh, get okay. stoned. Like, so he'd be like working and I would just be chilling at the bar, that kind of deal. Um, then eventually, I think like, yeah, it was like, it was during the Bruin Stanley Cup run of 2011. That's when we, our hangs got serious. Like he would come over to where my place was and we'd just go, you'd bike over, we'd go swimming, maybe use the massage chair. Just hang out, drink some free sodies, because I had this at, at this apartment. It had a um, a clubhouse that had free soda, a gift wrapping station. Which I was like, "Why is this? Like, why is there?" And it had wrapping paper. I was like, "Why is this an amenity?" And then all of a sudden, it was Christmas, and I was like, "This is great!" Like, I don't <laughs> oh my god! Wrapping paper. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I had like the, I had like the Brookstone massage chair. So I, one of my favorite activities was to like, especially in the winter, they had like a hot chocolate. So I would like go over with a like a little mug of like whipped cream vodka and then i would put like hot chocolate in there and i would just sit in the massage chair and just sip on it but nobody would like i think it said like 20 minute 30 minute limit but nobody would ever show up for it so i'd be there for like an hour just chilling in this thing rehashing (laughs) it was like catching a buzz like zappers playing a video game yeah 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 um but yeah so we would just hang um and then eventually it was like hey do you uh i think he and his buddy chris who i'd mentioned they were they were gonna move um because i was hang- i would like go to their place um and hang you know hang enough to where i couldn't go home because i w- had some drink in me sure um but it's great because they had they had like this jack and jill bathroom set up where it was like both bedrooms but you couldn't access the bathroom from anywhere else except going through one of the bed bedrooms which was like a hell of a design <laughs> so of course they'd have like whatever if they had a girlfriend over i mean i couldn't like go through their bedroom so i just have to just go outside to take a leak in the middle of the night if I had to shit, then I was really in trouble. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's um, and then, a terrible design. It is. I don't know why. But yeah, then we all moved in together. Um, that was kind of that. I think we just bonded over uh, just Quattro's. Thanks, so thank Quattro's for opening up a restaurant that eventually failed. Um, what a shitty thing. I think I remember like the day he found out that it was going out of business. Because it was a really cool place. And I don't know that it was like they had a good GM. But the guy who owned it was kind of like late. He would be in like the office playing like phone games or tablet games. <laughs> and and uh, I don't think he like was really I think he was like kind of like a Texas rich kid. And it was like basically his dad just bought him a bar <laughs> or something like that. Okay. Uh, he's a good dude, too. But he just was like, I don't think he was really passionate about it. So it just kind of got somehow. I don't know how it failed either. Um, but yeah, it was a good spot. Good sports bar. My the the Bruin Stanley Cup run was born out of that place. Um, yeah, that's how I met him, and uh, yeah, history ever since. So I would, I guess, I would like to thank Amanda for breaking up with me because then I became friends with Brett. Interesting. You know? Okay, there you go. Yeah. So everything happens for a reason. Because I don't know if we would have been friends like the way we were if I didn't. Get to spend that many, dozens and dozens of hours a week. At <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag God bless. Yeah. All right. Oh yeah, we played a lot. I remember. Uh, yeah, then he, one Christmas he asked for an Xbox 360. Yeah. <laughs> In like 2012 or I don't know what year it was, but he's like, I think I'm gonna ask my mom for an Xbox 360 for Christmas, even though we're like 28 it, or yeah. whatever we were or 26. I don't know, but he's like, nobody asks for that anymore. I was like, yeah, you're right, nobody does. <laughs> he got it. You got an Xbox 360, and uh, I think we had stolen this TV from Quattro's, like one of the big screens, and we just had it on a floor in our house. We didn't even have like a proper setup for it. 
we hooked it up and just played like NHL on it all the time and Call of Duty on the floor TV. Um, oh, so yeah, we did a lot of that. Won a lot of Stanley Cups. Good for um, you. Did a lot of did a lot of Warzone. So that was yeah, good shit. Let's see. All right. Can't believe I landed on his name. That's crazy. Oh my god! I just landed on all you. the names. I just landed <laughs> What's going on, on you? here today. So got family friends. Rochelle Rankin. Okay. Interesting. So Rochelle is a old coworker. Um, she moved on from the days at the gecko as well, but she had a desk right behind mine. So when I moved to New Jersey and was working here, Rochelle had a desk that was right behind me. And she was definitely one of the other supervisors that was really welcoming and was easy to get along with was the first one to invite me and be like, Hey, we're going to go do happy hour. Let's go do this. Um, so she was always kind of a fun person to hang around with. Um, just made, made work, uh, pretty reasonable. Uh, me being stressed out beyond belief when I was kind of thrown into the supervisor job in a department I had never worked in before. And so I had a lot of questions. So she was an easy go-to person as well for, technical stuff. But one of the funnier stories was, is that she, she beat me in one of the most important contests ever, which was, uh, there was a lip syncing contest, uh, at work. Oh boy. And so people were, now this was pretty far into my time, uh, in the office, probably about a year, a a year in, it was pre- Yeah, it was pre-COVID. So yeah, it was probably about a year in. And so people were like, oh, there's no way Jeff's not doing this. Like I I had established who I was as a person and people were like, well, Jeff, you're definitely going to do this. Heavy favorite. Yeah. So I'm like, all right. I'm like, I got to figure out what's there to do because that's tough. It's it's just like karaoke where you're like, all right, you know, there's plenty of songs I like that I could do. But for lip sync, it's not going to work. Lip sync, it's all about picking what does everyone like what what will people know and right. for lip syncing have you um i there was the celebrity is what's the one that was on tv celebrity yeah yeah i know what you're talking yeah celebrity i know the idea or of something it. yeah yeah but the gimmicky thing to do is the other gender so i'm like all right it's right, got to yes. be female vocals like tom holland doing rihanna there you go so it's got i mean because it's it's not for accuracy. It's accuracy on top of entertainment comedy. So it's gotta be the other gender. So I think, I think, I think I'm like, so somehow one way or another, and because there is an enjoyment for this, for this person, um, this artist is I landed on Kelly Clarkson. I'm like, I'm going to do Kelly Clarkson since you've been gone. I'm like, that is a good pop song. I'm like, jam. Everybody likes it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like this. I'm like, this is, this is chef's kiss. So some people go and they do, they do a, a really roughed up version of like, a, I want to say it was maybe Backstreet Boys larger than life or something like that. I don't know. It, that it, it was tough. They, yeah, yeah, I see. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't the people really bringing their A game. And then someone else did an R1 that I don't even remember what it was, but there's only ended up being four entrants. I come up to Kelly Clarkson. People are like, Yes, let's let's go. And I'm like, I got this effing thing. Do you, do, like, do you know? Do oh, people Michelle's, know before you go up, or do you like once you go up, 
you like what? know the song? Is it? Is it like a surprise when you get up there what the song is, or yes, does everybody yes. know the people list? Didn't, no, people didn't okay. know what it was. Uh, right. Only the only the person queuing up the song. So, um, I did not dress for it because I didn't know like like that might have helped me. So Rochelle came in like dressed in like gaudy stuff, and she did a Lizzo song. And for the life of me, I don't remember what the song is because I don't care. Something about I think it was like her big initial hit. But people went bananas. She dressed up for it and stuff. And she ended up winning by the round of applause. Um, and I, I like had to tip my cap to her. I'm like, damn it. I'm like, you were going to be the one person that I had to worry about. And you pulled it off. And so damn. I always appreciate that she was kind of in the same boat where it was like, yeah, I'm going to work and stuff. But like she never became like over corporate and stuff like that. It was just like, I'm in a supervisor role. I probably should save face a little bit, but I really don't care. And so I always appreciate that about Rochelle. I haven't talked to her really since, since leaving. Um, so it's been a few years since I've connected with her, but she was always a really um, great coworker for what you could ask for. Just a great coworker that you really don't hang out with outside of work. It was like, she was a great resource that helped me along in the job when I needed a resource. And she was really fun and was never t- never took herself too seriously. So, uh, Shell, if you're listening, I appreciate you. I uh, hope you're doing well. And uh, yeah, that's Rochelle Rankin. Yes, congratulations. Yes, yes, congrats on that big win. I'm still reeling on that second place, but I got like a tw- like it's I got like a- a, I won like a twenty five dollar gift certificate to Target. So oh, swell. Yeah, it was probably one of those things too, where like maybe everybody expected that you'd, you'd do all right at it. And like, maybe she just came out and just stole it. Also an element. Yeah. If you're yeah. not the person that's likely to do it and you come out, that gives you an upper hand. Mm-hmm. So who knows? Well, she can nail like a hip hop song. That's good stuff. What a fun, what a fun workplace. That's a real, what a real treat. Yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah. It plummeted after the CEO changed. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah. All right. Well, Merry Christmas, y'all. I mean, I guess this comes out after Christmas, but you know, we're in the uh, the holiday taint. Yeah. The between between <laughs> the Christmas obscure, and yeah, and the New obscure <laughs> the obscure like danger zone of should I work or do I like should I take off because work's easy yeah. or should I go to work because work's easy? Yeah. Either way, everybody's like mentally checked out. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's like we're At just going to coast week. to the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Well, let's uh. Next recording, it'll be for the new year. So let's uh, wow, let's bring some resolutions. Okay, next week. All right, get more COVID. Let's be, we'll be really thoughtful, and uh, yeah, they'll do it. What I'm going to try to do here is play the uh, the theme song, but I don't think it's going to work. So okay, uh, goodbye, everybody. Merry Thanks. Christmas. Bye. Thanks Thank you for all stopping good by. Night. Bye. Bye. And play. Oh, well. I don't know. You keep starting from the beginning. Oh, yeah. No, cool. It. This is what this you is get. Great. Cool. Yeah. Great. I can't, I can't pass forward. I don't know why this right. happens well, at the end of the episode. This is the COVID edition of the song. In my house, I have.